Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Friday, March 26, 2021, and this is day 1,123 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and welcome, welcome, welcome to you. So let's go ahead and get started. Father, we honor you and praise you with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. Thank you for the beautiful orchestra that you provide us with, with your birds singing to us every single morning and throughout the day. Help us to be silent long enough to hear you in the sounds that are made in our neighborhoods, in our in our yards, in our communities. Help us to hear what you are saying and then to obey. I ask, Father, that you will comfort the brokenhearted and heal the sick and bless those who may be in financial need. I ask, Father, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, Amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is halfway gets you nowhere. Uh huh. Halfway is just not good enough, right? Halfway takes you just to the middle zone, which is not a good view. (laughs) Uh, You need to cross over to the other side to see clearly what God has for you. So we're going to be coming out of Acts chapter 17, verses 1 through 9. Acts chapter 17, verse 1 through 9. And it says, when Paul and his companions had passed through Amphipolis, I should say Amphipolis, yeah, and Apollonia, they came to Thessalonica, where there was a Jewish synagogue. As was his custom, Paul went into the synagogue, and on three Sabbath days, he reasoned with them from the scriptures, explaining and proving that the Messiah had to suffer and rise from the dead. So the synagogue, uh, it uh, one of the things that I read about was that they started a synagogue whenever there were uh, at least 10 uh, Jewish men in the community. Then that was uh, one of the prerequisites to start a synagogue. So, and this is where the people uh, would gather to learn about the Lord, different people would come and speak. Uh, and whenever Paul visited a town, just as Jesus did as well, uh, they would speak in the synagogues. So he spent time, uh, three days in the synagogue, reasoning from the scriptures and explaining them and uh, sharing with them uh, how that the Messiah had to suffer and rise from the dead. This Jesus I am proclaiming to you is the Messiah, he said. Some of the Jews were persuaded and joined Paul and Silas, as did a number, a large number of God-fearing Greeks and quite a few prominent women. So you see him going through that process and taking the time going into the synagogue, preaching for three days, sharing the word, persuading, encouraging, uplifting, explaining. He yielded 
saved souls from Jews to Greeks to prominent women. But other Jews were jealous. So they rounded up some bad characters from the marketplace, formed a mob, and started a riot in the city. They rushed to Jason's house in search of Paul and Silas in order to bring them out to the crowd. But when they did not find them, they dragged Jason and some other believers before the city officials shouting, these men who have caused trouble all over the world have now come here. And Jason has welcomed them into his house. So they did not settle once they couldn't find Paul. They decided to go deeper with their evil. And let's accuse someone. Let's get Jason because he's allowed them to stay in his home along with other believers, and drag them out. They are all defying Caesar's decree, saying that there is another king, one called Jesus. When they heard this, the crowd and the city officials were thrown into turmoil because there is none greater than the Caesar. And they did not understand the type of servant king Jesus was speaking of way beyond an earthly king. (laughs) He would be king of everything and everyone, and he proved it by serving others and healing others, raising the dead, delivering those filled with demons, uh, serving and helping those that people uh, neglected and did not want to be around, They didn't want him as king because they felt like the king should be the shrewd person that took advantage of other people, (laughs) like some kings do. Verse 8, when they heard this, the crowd and and the city officials were thrown into turmoil. Then they made Jason and the others post bond and let them go. So by posting bond, that meant he put up his home, and he had to say that he would no longer cause disruption. And the way he was causing disruption (laughs) was allowing Jesus, uh, the followers of Jesus, I should say, to Paul and Silas and different ones to stay with him. Now we know uh, him being a true believer and risking his own life to do these things. He's not planning to stop serving the Lord. (laughs) He will continue. And uh, he's going to go all the way to the end. By doing what he did, he actually did go to the end. He's no longer uh, lackadaisical, and I'm not even saying that he was, but I'm going to say he's no longer in the middle or, or satisfying the status quo. He went beyond that. He was very brave and courageous as he was dragged out and posted bond, put up everything to get out, to gain his freedom, but not his salvation. Glory be to God. (laughs) He reached the other side by doing that. Paul taught and preached with a purpose. He was prepared to reason, explain, and prove the word of God with anyone he came in contact with. He was not afraid to go all the way 
to win souls to Jesus Christ, building the kingdom of God. How far are you willing to go? Do you go as far as is what's acceptable to the way you feel or to the distance others say is acceptable based upon their perspectives? It takes faith in good, in God, I'm sorry, it takes faith in God and courage to go all the way according to God's plan for your life. Not the world's plan. (laughs) Yeah, oh my gosh. You know, I'm in a cohort. I may have shared this with you with a wonderful group of people. There's six of us in uh, my class that I'm taking to be a developer. God's got me doing lots of things so that I'm ready for preparing me uh, for this new journey of transition zone. But anyway, last night while meeting... Um, I'm not willing to stand for the status quo or to just be safe uh, in areas that we need to stretch ourselves in and take a risk uh, in the way we're going to design and develop our building that we are having to showcase and share for the final grade that we're going to get in our class. So I'm kind of like that one holdout and... uh, you know what? It's okay uh, to push (laughs) the limits sometimes and you're going to get some flack and I got some flack and and it was okay. Um, You know what I love about it? It's iron sharpening iron. That's what as man sharpens, as iron sharpens iron, so does a man sharpen another. So uh, by taking a stand and sharing my perspective as well, you know, I don't want to be stuck in the middle and I don't want to lose either. And this is a contest. <laughs> and so in a contest, you know what? We are here to finish the course so that we win. I don't want to do just satisfactory work and then get to the judgment seat of Christ. And they say, you did this halfway, Jackie. You did this halfway. You did this partially not good. You don't get your crowns, but you're here. But that's uh, that's it. I want to hear, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And you get your five crowns. Glory to God. That's that's what I'm looking forward to. And in everything I do, I'm going to give it my all. I am not a half and neither are you. Even if you're a victim to evil plots, you go all the way, as Jason did. When he posted bail, as I said before, for his freedom, he not only put up his home, but his life, if they continued preaching the word of God and housing those who did. Jason was sold out for Christ at all cost. Point number two, have you ever started eating a piece of meat that was beautifully browned on the outside only to get to the middle and find that it's not done. It's red and bloody in the middle and not not a steak that you required or requested to be that way, but something that should have been well done <laughs> and half done is not enough. I'll never forget when we were kids. I loved to cook and experiment. And I, and I know that was part of God's preparation, showing me my gifts and talents then 
so that now as I cook and have the bakery and prepared food and, and even in our next phase as we do transition zone, we're going to have a little eatery inside of the place. Yep, didn't tell you about that yet. Uh, that's coming down the pipeline, but I was making <laughs> our breakfast and, uh, okay, there's five of us, right? Five kids, I'm the oldest and I'm cooking while my mom's working or she may have been resting on a Saturday morning. And I decided to make a pancake as big as the skillet. <laughs> and I gave it to my brother and he was like, wow, this is so big. It was bigger, as big as the cake, as the plate. I'm sorry, hanging off the, off the sides of the plate. And oh, they were so excited and they are eating it. And all of a sudden they get a little closer to the middle and all the pancake goo comes rolling out. <laughs> and they're like, oh, Jackie, it's not done. Uh, that is what it looks like when we refuse to get past the middle. <laughs> Mediocre work gets you nowhere. But stuck in a place of zero advancement and a standstill. Jesus wants us to get past the middle. We're to go through it, but not stay there. It's not our dwelling place. It's a means by which we get to the other side. Understand that. The middle is not where we live. The middle is a place that gets us to the other side. We go through it. We're not, it's not meant for us to stay there. All right, understanding that. As God is giving you things, and sometimes you might feel stuck, but he's giving you something and you know what it is. He's giving you a vision and he's showing you how to get out, but it might not feel comfortable. You may have to, some people may feel alienated. Some people, uh, there may be some jealous folks and some bad characters <laughs> that'll come up against you, but that's all right. Continue, finish the course. That's what the Lord would have us to do. You know, I told you how many days we've been doing this, right? 1,123 days when God gave me this podcast to do. Actually, it started as a phone conference <laughs> and then the phone conference uh, uh, platform began to mess up. And then my my son and daughter in love shared with me the podcast and that's how the podcast came about. But prior to all of that, God said, here's the vision. I was like, Lord, what would you have me to do? Here's what I would have you to do, and that is to share the word of God over that, now over the podcast, and I said, okay, once a week, no, every other day, no, seven days a week, and um, I was like, seven days a week, Lord? All right, and then that six o'clock thing came up, early in the morning, 6 a.m., you know, Jesus spent time with God early in the morning, right? <laughs> early in the morning. Did you know I wasn't an early morning person? <laughs> but I am now, right? I am now. I wake up enthusiastic. Uh, but I thought, no way. And Lord, I'll not get to sleep in? No, I really loved sleeping in on Saturdays. That was my sleep in day. Well, here's something I learned. It's not about me. It's about the Lord and what he would have me to do. So I began to do it. And uh, it was hard <laughs> at first. 
I'm not going to lie because I had to go against that flesh that had been so used to doing things a certain way for so many years, y'all. That's the problem. I started this, let's see, at 59 years old. I'm now 62. So that 59 years of old habits had to be transformed and transitioned to where I am now. Now it is natural. So I haven't slept in in 1,123 days. God has blessed me each and every day with a message. I've had to trust him to give it to me. (laughs) These are not messages from a, a pastor's book that you go through. No, these are messages from the Holy Spirit. He gives them to me every day because he knows what you need. I don't. So he tells me I study every day. So I can't just say, be hypocritical and say, you need to study every day if I'm not, right? You got to get past the middle. That was a process for me to get past the middle, to get to the other side. Now God is showing me all kinds of new things to do. And uh, now I am, I'm even more fearless and stronger because of overcoming and getting past the fear factor, getting past my own doubt, getting past what the world says, <laughs> and the same for you. I'm so excited for you today, what God has for you. Start now. Push yourself. You uh, self-discipline. That's one of the fruits of the Spirit. Is not there for nothing. Mm-hmm. It's for us to use it. Activate self-discipline. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory to God. That is the ultimate. And that's what we're here to do. Lead others to Christ once we know him. All right, mighty warriors, I love you so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And please don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E, Be Like Boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. Also, please subscribe to our website by entering your first and last name and your email address and receive the four Greek words for love and learn more about God's unconditional love. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.